0: Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era, with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. X of
1: Words. X of Words. X of Words. X of Words. X of
0: Words.
1: words. I think what's important is really like, kind of doing a lot of self-reflection and understanding the context first. Um, Because even with you, even with the question saying like post-George Floyd, I think it's so interesting that um, that's the thing that's being asked is because I still feel like we're living in a post-George Floyd world as well. And I think something we have to remind ourselves is that with comics, is that comics are political. There are are politics at play in every comic. Um, And I think for folks that make that counter argument stating that all oh, comics aren't political um y'all are just social justice um warriors and y'all are haters da, da 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 but bitch you need to read between the lines because literally everything's there
0: and the thing is especially when it comes to the x men you don't mm-hmm. even have to read between
1: it's right there it's so explicit
0: read the lines read any line read one mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so um, I just, I'm very, I feel very connected to this subject matter. And I think also um, we're in such a, we're in such a renaissance um, for the X-Men as well. Um, This is in a lot of ways. We were down bad. We were down bad. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in Krakoa, since the creation of Krakoa, um, while it's a lot of, problems that we're seeing, even just building this new nation and then mm-hmm. having um I see the Iraqi honestly as like a lot of immigrants as well. It's kind of like they immigrated from um world and then they had to move to Mars because it's like, well you're not staying on Earth, girl. And then you know, with the creation of new Araco as well. Um yeah. I feel like they have such a strong um Ex- they have a lot of like struggles and like things that they're going through as immigrants.
0: That's really interesting. That is really interesting. I hadn't really thought of how ORACO like is is aligned with or sometimes overlaps with like an immigrant experience. Like I, mm-hmm. That's well done. You've inspired a brand new episode within the first minute. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of X-Words. You know me, you know what this is. I'm going to introduce you. To Edmund, uh, they've come on the podcast. They've been a massive, massive uh, part of the wind underneath the sails of this podcast. Um,
1: I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. No, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Edmund, Edmund has sent me messages that um, are uh, invigorating and are fueling and have given me energy to uh, see what this thing could be, see what it means, and keep doing it at times. So thank you. Thank you, okay.
1: of course. And also, just for all the listeners, just want to shout out Ash for creating this space. Um, and honestly, it's because of Ash creating this podcast as to why I've started reading comics again as well. Like, literally, just, uh, the, it It was needed, because I was reading comics very actively um throughout high school and college and I fell off, but Ash got me back. So thank well, you, Ash.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Dude, that's I'm smiling very, very, very hard at the moment. Um <laughs> good, good. One of us. One of us. Fucking knowing that I'm pulling people back into nerd shit is like the best <laughs> in the world. Um yeah. But, okay, let's talk about today's question. Thank you. Now that we've gushed over each other for the best part of four minutes, let's actually, you know, go back to be a podcast. Um, Right. Today's episode, we are talking about the comics in general. And we're saying the question is, are comics, have we gone past our George Floyd era? Which was the position of the question. So, tell me... Tell me what this question means to you. How how are you understanding it? That was not, that wasn't how you say that word. How are you understanding it? And how are you answering it? There you go.
1: The way that I'm understanding um, this question is, what what is the current state of comics right now? Particularly when we're looking at the X-Men who have always filled in um, for any type of underrepresented person, um, whether it's folks that are black or other folks of color or folks that are indigenous or um, folks that have disabilities or, or queer. Um, that's kind of what I'm, what I was feeling when I was um, reading this. Question. Um, and I think in order to answer it, it's so important to understand the context of where we are, because the thing about being comics readers is that in the year 2020, there was so much that was happening. We were experiencing a pandemic. I <laughs> think, as much harm as the pandemic has done to us, I think it's also important to look at that year in particular because it was a time for us to pause and reflect on things mm-hmm. um, and really like reexamine like our politics as well um, and mm-hmm. how how our society has manifested. Um, yeah. And in relation to the X-Men, you know, the X-Men have, you know, for, throughout these past few years been able to create their own community. Um, not even just, I, mm, not even just community, but like a large scale community. They've built their own nation, and then they breathed life into the planet Mars and named it New Araco. Right. So, um, they are. I feel like if you are someone that has experienced any type of oppression, to see the X Men finally doing that now, it, mm. it resonates so deeply with you. Um, and I think that's the thing that we need to understand as to like, examining how, like, um, politics have influenced the way that we read it and something that's um, been impacting how comics are being read now in relation to race.
0: Yes, I fully agree with you. Um, What I'll say here, I realize it was a bit of a, it's a bit backwards to ask you what you think, but I I, I like the way we did it.
1: Yeah. Because now I'll
0: tell you how I wrote the question. Okay. In fact, before I do that, because we're already Mm -hmm. seven minutes in, let me hit the timer. And we'll start this motherfucking episode in earnest. How about that?
1: What time?
0: In earnest, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna earn this British by hook <laughs> or by crook. So I'm gonna start the timer, and our ex starts now. All right. So I, I kind of wrote this because the the, the X Men has always been about reflecting the political zeitgeist of oppression. When you know. Uh, go along to get along, keep your head down, respectability politics. Then the X-Men were all about keeping your head down, go along to get along, respectability politics. But then 2020 hit, and I think the things Black people have always been saying suddenly permeated into the zeitgeist of what is uh, an acceptable, like, top-tier discussion to be having. And I think that really... Oh, sorry, sorry.
1: Yeah, there's like this hyper awareness as to all of these different issues and struggles finally being put in front of people. It's like, bitch, we told y'all. Okay. Yeah, Can we did say that.
0: A black man dying in front of the whole be- It took him being killed brutally in front of the entire world for people to stop saying things like, "You've got a chip on your shoulder," or yeah. "You're too extreme." Or you're that so actually what it did was it allowed the conversations that black people were having, which were far more Mm -hmm. quote unquote revolutionary than anything in the mainstream, to suddenly become mainstream conversations for a short window of time. Now, me personally, yeah, I think as white society gets as 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 the memory stops being so fresh and as the irritation starts to rise, I think the window is closing Mm -hmm. in my mind
1: people have to stop no people have to stop and listen um it's like with um looking at our person our life here in the real world like people are being forced to like having to like not do anything and to listen to people fi- and it's like finally you're listening to us you're listening you're not hearing us you're li- you're actually listening and you know we're over here like showing you what's happening and i think that's why um you know with that first hellfire gala why that resonates so so much with me is because it's like the world finally watching
0: do you think this is the end of the big political swings in x-men comics or do you think this is like a new status quo in the x-men
1: i think it's a new um status quo um i think Krakoa was like the first step of doing that and we're having this radical change like this these systemic issues are starting to shift they're starting to crumble I hated how they resurrected Captain America, but you know, we don't need to talk about that. Um, But I'm I'm curious to see like in the next couple years, like where Krakoa is, if it's still existing. Yeah, Yeah. because I mean,
0: personally, I think I would really hope, I really hope that this is the start of the X-Men being a place where you really explore like political thought around oppression and marginalized communities and disability. And transness and blackness and queerness, I'd love and and like I would love for I would love for those to be real themes that we dig deep into. And the thing is is I think a lot of people say that whole, oh, you know, um, stop the wokeness or stop the politics because they prefer when X-Men was just about a dinosaur man. Yeah. And and what to my, my answer to that is well then you didn't really like the base premise of the book. You can get a dinosaur man anywhere.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
0: Go, go for it. Like, I'm sure Iron Man got one. I'm sure Captain America got one. Spider-Man's definitely got one. Like, go for it. This is an exploration on the on the marginalized experience. So it always surprises me when people are like, What? I'm getting marginalized themes in the marginalized themes book. And it's like
1: what did you expect? Like, see, this is why the girls are get- always giving, you know? We joke and say that the Avengers are cops, but y'all aren't getting this from them.
0: Do you know that video where that kid reads the Nutella symbol and he goes, N-U-T-T... What's the spell? Peanut butter! I love... All the letters are there. Um. Okay, no, I I mean, I really hope that this is the start of the X-Office, X-Men generally just taking big swings.
1: Yeah. Oh, you can tell how much they're collaborating with each other in such a fluid way as well, because it's like, it's not ignoring where they've come from as well, or what somebody else has done already. It's Mm. like, oh, you already made that left turn? Okay, cool, we won't go here next.
0: I I mean, you said you weren't really, really Marauders that, but.
1: Oh, Marauders. I hope the girls are having fun in space. (laughs) Not even in space anymore. Oh, see, that lets you know the last time I read Marauders. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, I really hope it is because now we've got a planet. We've got an island. We've got a radical new way of engaging with the world. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm hopeful because I think it would be so much harder to wheel it all back yeah. than it would be to build on it. At this point, you'd have to destroy so much. Yes. So many books would have to take eight steps and back. And
1: I feel like outside of like just even those um, societal things as well, I think even just like personal growth for some of these characters that haven't gotten yes. gotten it before. Like Sink was dead for decades. And the fact that he is, you know, on the flagship team after so long says a lot. Like I just, th- there's yes. been so much, like these characters are starting to go places now. And I just feel like, Destroying Krakoa, destroying where we are now, is going to take away so much.
0: Yeah, and I've seen I've seen little bits of small steps towards tracing some of it back, and I think the Phoenix Foundation is a bit of like, mm. well, okay, so I have to I have to look at the fact that this is a book from Disney,
1: mm-hmm. and- gotta have that synergy. The
0: synergy but also you know there's only so long you can be isolationist Yeah, and really I hope that when they decide I hope by the time the inevitable reintegration of mutant and human societies happens it's because Krokoa has led to some fundamental changes yeah. in the way that mutants are seen and engaged with and dealt with from humans, mm. you know, I would love if—I I don't know what's going to happen—but I, I, I hope in the future that we keep taking big political swings, that big changes keep happening, uh, not just in mutanity but outside of it and around it. Mm-hmm. And so far, we've only seen negative reaction, really, yeah. to *Preacher's Inception*. A load of people have been pissed off. There's been more sort of espionage attacks. There's whole organizations yeah. that have set up in... But it would be lovely to see like a bit of a counter to that. Like which countries have been like, you know what? Damn.
1: This works. This works. This,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Also, like we were fucked up.
1: Yeah. I think um, with you saying that, it kind of reminds me of like... I think this is also from like the first health... No, I think it was the this past Hellfire Gala go- where Emma Frost was just like... We solved resurrection. We solved death. And none of y'all have congratulated us. No one's congratulated us. Like, give the girls the flowers while they're still here.
0: Yeah. Which they will be. Mm-hmm. Made sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not giving you your, your flowers, never leave the fucking party. What's the solution?
1: Be like, I'll oh, shout out to everybody that came. I had fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Of, okay all right so what would mm-hmm. as we close out let's because we have ignored the timer for a We have long time. yeah but tell me what mm-hmm. tell me what your dream scenario is for for Krakoa tell me if, if if things were to take the steps you would love them to take what what would your vision be
1: filled with mm, I think oh I think looking right now with where they are and what um where i'm excited for them to go i think the next thing would be for them to maybe try creating their own like breathing life into not only like other planets but i would love to see them exploring other realms as well um and creating their own societies yeah. there. um and i think that would i i do i do think that would kind of cause for them to be challenged by you know folks that aren't mutants again but i think also folks will start looking at them and be like hmm i I think it i i think they would want to collaborate with the mutants um i hope that's the direction that they go with because you can only as you were saying remain so separate for so long but i feel like the mutants have so much that they can share and give um whether it's like going to other planets whether it's going to other realms um but i feel like at the end of the day with the start of Krakoa. I feel like they would, because this is, Krakoa is where it all started. I feel like they would want to still do things on earth. So I'm hoping that there is a way for them to coexist with um, folks that aren't mutants. Um, yeah. That's really where I I just, I, I think right now it's starting to be harder and harder for me to, or harder for harder for me to understand as to like why folks still have that prejudice against mutants when there are so many other like folks that are so ingrained within society we're seeing you know gods we're seeing demons we're seeing um other superheroes that are already ingrained it's just i think we're getting to that point where i feel like that needs to be mutants need to be included in that
0: that is very true because you know what um magic will literally erupt out of a red portal from hell (laughs) with Hooves and a horn, and someone will go look a mutie, and I'll be on the street going. How are
1: you doing that?
0: <laughs> Priorities, babe. <laughs> like that's a that's a demon letterbox. Can we can we get it to get <laughs> You're
1: like, let me call but, up right quick.
0: <laughs> so we're saying that mutanity is below hell on the on the ladder of shit that you're worried about. <laughs>
1: like the plant- the planet got destroyed two days ago. you just got back three hours and, and, and this is what you're doing. You're complaining that your house is on fire and blaming it on a mutant girl yeah.
0: <laughs> um yeah i i i I like that I like that it makes me think that I would love to see i would love to see Krokoa used as a platform to really build an interesting, rich and deep mutant culture that is fundamentally different mm-hmm. from human culture. Because I think what a lot, 90% of the stories that we've got about um, about mutants have just been about survival. And you know, Toni Morrison said the real function of racism is distraction.
1: Yeah,
0: It keeps you from doing the work that you have to do. And I feel like Krakoa gives mutants space to do the work to build a culture, to build a people, to build ways and thoughts and modes. And I would love if and when reintegration was to ever happen, and I think it should be a long, long way down the road, that humans and mutants meet as two separate cultures who, res- who can see and learn and, mm-hmm. and engage with each other. Like, okay. Think, think about the way that the Inhumans were kind of viewed. Yeah. Remember? the Because the Inhumans haven't caught as much shit as mutants
1: ever. Ever. True.
0: Bear it in mind, they released that gas that was snatching up your auntie, your mother, <laughs> the, kid, the dog, everybody's
1: breathe. They were literally gagging for air.
0: Yep, you've got to buy a whole new wardrobe because now you have six arms. Who has time for that? Like, they were fucking up everybody's Christmas. And... They were fine. They, just, they were just like, oh, well, you know, if you've got to move to the moon, you've got to move to the moon. <laughs> and I think part of that was due to the fact that the Inhumans had a structured the – the Inhumans were a people. Yeah, They weren't, they weren't this sort of dis, distributed, uh, sort of, you know, smoke-like – group that was spread through humanity they were a people they had a place and I think that gave them a a, a, a sense of self but also like a footing to talk to humanity with like and I, I I'd love humans I'd love humans to sort of be removed from the picture long enough for mutants to be able to get that whether Krakoa ends up being with you- a planet of its own mm-hmm. Oh, sorry.
1: No, with you saying that, it just reminds me of like this quote by Audrey Lord, where she says that like all of our there is no such thing as like a single issue struggle because we yeah. do lead, lead single issue lives. Um, and then she later on goes on to say that you know all of that um work towards the future um it has to be together and we have to play towards our particular strengths of our individual yeah. identities. Um, yes, I I feel like that's what we need for um, the future of mutant kind um, is playing up to their strengths and um, there's so much they can offer and teach other folks. But I think also other, co- I think even just looking at Krakoa and Arako's um, relationships to each other, it shows that while they're trying to shape their or create their own culture as well, they're still learning from other folks. There's still things that they can grasp from other folks and other people. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't think that Krakoa is in a teaching state yet. It's not, yeah. It's, it's still in a development stage. There's still a lot of kinks that need to be ironed out before you can have the cool pages of walking, you know, whoever through the thing that you've built and the culture that this you've some shaped. some on there. That,
1: <laughs> that's what we need.
0: Yes, yes, very much. Like, we need to mix it up. You need one envoy who brings the knowledge. You need another one that is completely on smoke Mm -hmm. and then you just need some fillers and that's it. I'd love to see those envoys go in and speak to everyone because you remember the mix of Magneto, Charles and Apocalypse. Yeah. That for me was the perfect trio of mutant Mm -hmm. mutant political discourse and, and communication with other places. You should have one like Kumbaya... Hold handsy, nigga. You should have another one with, like, you can see the Glock poking out of the Mm waistband. And then you need to have someone... Yeah. 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 I love it.
1: Yeah. Honestly, that's what we need. Um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping nothing but success for Mutants, but also, we gotta be realistic. Our girls be going through it. They be going through that Ringer. They need to find something.
0: They need to find something like people need a break um i uh, you we knew i'd love to i'd love to figure out whether people are more or less calm than they were previously mm-hmm. like whether people going whether they going to croco and moving your whole life there is a net benefit because i'm i'm super aware also that our lens is almost exclusively on the warrior class mutants who yeah. deal with the and maybe life has been transformed for Beak. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Angel and Beak and them seven thousand. Oh my gosh! Old. All the babies are flying around Cocoa. Yes. Listen, maybe maybe that's amazing. So, yeah. um, but you know what? Let's round it. Let's round it out. Let's round it up there. I like that you said. You oh. said, oh, go ahead. No,
1: no, no, no. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that. Um, the other thing is why well, I think that we've seen, in addition to like those warrior, like more alpha class mutants or alpha class, but like alpha dogs mutants um, that have been X Men. It's like, what about those regular people? This is what Kyle is in a perfect place. Just, but all he does. So, is- uh, so the line breaking. Yeah, Kyle we- is in the perfect place to like. we equip-
0: talking about no call know Kyle
1: (laughs) He listen Kyle is a human living on that island we need to see that perspective of like everybody trying to throw rocks at him I'm telling you they're doing it
0: listen I don't think them people know Kyle I think literally (laughs) every (laughs) mutant every mutant is sorry to that man like there is one person who knows Kyle on that island (laughs) Um,
1: where are his friends who's he close with outside of North Star who is who is Kyle
0: yeah phone dry phone dry but no YouTube.
1: seriously i think um just other perspectives like seeing i and we've seen this a little bit with like sabertooth in it and exiles as well where we're kind of getting like just those regular mutants that are always overlooked seeing mutants that are these deviants with hellions um you know i think there's still a lot of room to develop those stories but also um even just looking at folks that have other identities that intersect with their mutant, you know, identity.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I think you're right. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I am I'm I jumped up when, when you said, Carl, and maybe I should have kept my composure a little bit. But I think you're right. And I think, like, I'd love to see, like, a small comic that just pulls together people who hold a very particular position on Krakoa. Uh I'm going to say this is the end of the 10-minute podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I
1: didn't have fun with this. Um.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a good 15 minutes of tech stress in the middle, there is. but hey, that's what editing's for. Yeah. So, my friend, thank you, Edmund. Thank you for coming. And um, it's going so so broad. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. I hope you guys have loved speaking to them as much as I've enjoyed speaking to them. I've been Ashley.
1: And I've been Edmund. And you've been listening to X of Words.
0: Nailed it. Unfortunately.
1: <laughs> uh, you will never catch me slipping. You will never catch me slipping.
0: <laughs> you couldn't give me one blooper. I'm just asking for one.
1: Um, ask me any random question. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I am Football, I'm choose, the door, the truth over, if go, the suicide, girl, I'm gonna be
0: the shark, I'm not the back, they the the I'm the the i I'm i the one. i